Social media gave everyone a voice. Wouldn't it be better if some people had laryngitis? It's the wisdom of Twitter. The most amazing tweets of the week. Twitter handles have been changed to protect the stupid. On Rock 107. At Not Really a Science Guy tweets, When will we ever figure out how tornadoes form so we can stop them? At Math Not So Much says, Never tell everyone your problems. 20% don't care, and the other 85% are glad you have them. And Twitter handle, Too Much To Do 92 writes, Why did the Civil War have to happen? It would be one less thing to study. The wisdom of Twitter. At Pushing It 570 tweets, I'm 16 now. It's about time to start my family. At Fail to Spell says, There is no I in happiness. And at High Power of Observation writes, I can almost always tell when a movie uses a fake dinosaur. The wisdom of Twitter. Twitter handle never opened a map tweets, Goodbye, America. Hello, New York. At Open My Eyes says, I just realized Chuck Norris is a real person. I thought he was a photoshopped Tim Allen. And Twitter handle what the what 96 writes, Does anyone know if air from a fan can blow away the particles in a Wi-Fi? I'm having trouble connecting. The wisdom of Twitter. I'm still waiting for your receipts. I wish you'd hurry up, I need some sleep. Cause I'm your tax guy, fighting all your little white lies. Now you complain you pay too much. Tax guy! Cause you pay more than Elon Musk. Why do you put it off? Good morning, I'm Rockwood 07's Prospector. There are plenty of stressful things about doing your taxes. Worrying about having enough money to cover a bill if you get one. Agonizing over making mistakes. Drawing an audit. The last thing you should do is add a scary deadline to panic about, and yet some of us procrastinate like that. In a survey, 62% of us said we file our taxes as soon as we get our W-2s. 27 say they hire an accountant to do it for them, and 6% say they wait till the final hours to do them. Like today. Yeah, America's tax enforcement agency remains a mystery, though. That is, until now, thanks to today's list of top five little-known facts about the IRS. Here we go. Number five, they process 130 million returns a year, of which none belong to Wesley Snipes. Top five little-known facts about the IRS. Number four, it started in 1913 when politicians said, let's give Americans a reason to hate April. Number three, they make sure tax day is always before 420, so stoners don't forget to file. Top five little-known facts about the IRS. Number two, some agents carry guns, but they ruin the effect of pulling it out when they say stop or I'll calculate. And the number one little-known fact about the IRS, if you owe them money, pay now. If they owe you money, check your mailbox in 2027. There you have it. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. A driver in Oregon threw $100 bills out of his car to bless people. 
which means I've been blessing strippers for decades. Today is tax day. Kanye West hates it because his tax guy won't let him declare the three voices in his head as dependents. Crime writer Ann Perry died at age 84. Her cause of death is listed as either her butler, ex-husband, or son who stood to inherit a fortune. Prospector ruins everything, even the news. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. He's quirky and cranky, and that makes for a lot of awkward interactions. What a jerk. Help Prospector learn from his mistakes. It's time for Am I a Jerk on Rock 107. So I got a sandwich the other day. I wanted bacon on it. So I said, hey, can you add bacon in the oven? Yeah, it's 50 cents. I'm like, all right, no problem. But I wasn't done customizing. I said, could you hold the lettuce, the onion, the ketchup, the mayo? She said, yep, no problem. I said, how much does that save me? She's like, nothing. I said, well, the bacon was 50 cents. What about the stuff I don't want? You shouldn't charge me for that. She explained, they don't charge less when you remove items. I said, it was nonsense. If you're going to charge me for add-ons, you should charge for a discount, rather, for removals. After going around and around for a minute or two, she said, how about I give you the bacon for free? I quickly agreed, and we were on our way. Of course, I left her a hefty tip, but I ask you, am I a jerk? What do you think, Rock 107? No, you're definitely not a jerk on that. No way. Because you're taking food off, deduct it. Rock 107, am I a jerk? Uh, I got to go with yes. Come on, that's pretty petty. 50 cents. Come on, prospector. I, my cheap nature sometimes gets the best of me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Danielle says, uh, honestly, yeah. It's not like the restaurant industry isn't having a tough enough time with all the trouble they're having right now. Yeah, you're a jerk. Fred, you were heading that way, but no. The tip made all the things better. Uh, Christina on the rock lines. Well, uh, how are you? What do you think? Hey, prospector. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely a jerk on this one. Now I'm a jerk just even asking, saying, hey, man, I think I should get a discount for this. Come on. But if you think you're going to get a discount because you don't want less tomato and onion, yeah, that makes you a jerk. Rock 107, am I a jerk? Hey, why don't you just pay, what was it, 50 cents? Yep. For the extra bacon? Yeah. Is that, come on, prospector. Just dish out the 50 cents and give the girl. These girls got to work to make a living. I gave her a heck of a tip, though. And you're making a big stink out of 50 cents? Come on. No more to lie, prospector. You're a jerk. <laughs> it is not lining up well for me. Mike says, yeah, kind of jerky, prospector. She doesn't own the joint. The baconing policy isn't up to her. I love that word, baconing. Uh, Nicolette says, no, I would do the same. And TR says they buy and prep the stuff according to how much they use. they got to throw it out when they take it off so they lose money, and they lose money when they throw it out at the end of the day. Yeah, you're a jerk. Am I a jerk? No, he is not a jerk. I'm not a jerk. I'm okay with that move? I'm okay with that move, yeah. You know why you deserve it. All right, what do you think, Rockwell to 7? Am I a jerk? Yes, you are a jerk. And uh, Patricia says, you know what? The employees don't make the policy. Call corporate if you're caring enough. In the question of am I a jerk for asking for a discount after they upcharge me 50 cents to add bacon when I didn't want onion, ketchup, lettuce, tomato, all that kind of stuff. The answer is, according to you, Northeast PA, yes, I'm a jerk. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A kid in England wrote a letter to cops after his toy car got run over by a real car. He claimed the person did it on purpose and asked them to catch the bad guy. A cop named Sophie Williams sent him a letter back. She told him, remember, there are more good people out there than bad. 
and she used her own money to buy him a new car to replace the one he had lost. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. It's an invention that's supposed to make life easier, but somehow makes it more annoying. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. What is it with some people? Why would you do this? I don't understand. Why would you use a speakerphone in public? It's beyond me. I just simply don't understand it. I mean, it's so stupid. Speakerphones are great in a group meeting, in a car, or if like you need step-by-step instructions for, say, installing a toilet or changing brake pads, then yes, by all means, put that phone on speakerphone and get to it. Start working, have at it. It makes sense, but not for general conversations in the supermarket or at McDonald's. No, then that's what the actual phone part's for, not the speakerphone, all right? Because phone conversations are, I don't know, innately private. Inviting the rest of the world to hear these conversations is stupid, and quite frankly, it's rude. And the worst part is then you stare at us when we're looking at you like, what's going on? Oh, oh, mind my business? You're making this my business. I mean, look, as titillating as it might be to recount the sexual rendezvous you had last night, I really don't need the blow-by-blow, pun intended, while I'm picking out produce. Worse than that, those who use the speakerphone in public but still hold the phone about a half inch from their ears. You're almost there, Einstein! (laughs) You're so close to using the phone the way it was designed, yet you're not quite there. It's killing me. Here's what you do. You click that illuminated speaker button, then you put the shiny, smooth glass of that expensive phone all the way against the warm skin of your ear. That way, you and the slightly slutty girl you hang out with can chat all you want about the frat party, and I can finish grocery shopping without wondering what's happening to the fabric of society. So yeah, speakerphone and public users, I hate you. It's time to have a little fun on the phones. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. I got an email from a guy named Bob who works for a local university. Uh, says, Prospector, I'm wondering if you could uh, prank call somebody I work with. Her name is Sharon. I would love for you to just come up with something you could prank her about. And I found out that they have those plazas that a lot of places and cities and things like that have where you buy a brick to help raise money for it. And then they put your name in the brick and it's there in the plaza for eternity. So I came up with an idea that I needed to get my brick out of the plaza. And I'm going to call Sharon and see if we can make that happen. It's another Prospector prank call on Rock 107. This is Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Um, my name's Rick Johnson. Yes. Uh, I'm down in the plaza on campus right now, you know, where the bricks are with the names on them. Yes. All right, great. A couple of years back when you guys were doing the initial buy, uh, I bought a brick with my name on it at the time. Okay. Okay. I was with a woman named Nadine, uh, and I had her name engraved on it as well. Okay. Well, I just wanted to call you guys and let you know I'm down here, so if anybody hears a jackhammer, don't be alarmed. It's just me taking that brick out because I need to get it out of there. I'm not with Nadine anymore, and my current girl uh, does not want it there. We walk by there all the time. Uh, she comes out, and she freaks out. In fact, she had a meltdown the other day. She basically gave me an ultimatum and says, either get rid of that brick or she's leaving because she doesn't want to see it anymore. Okay. And, and, you know, like that's understandable. She doesn't want a permanent reminder of someone I used to date there. Uh, I don't think where I can get that get for you to do that what's that i don't think i can have you do that okay i'm just going to take it out real quick you guys can replace it with another brick but i can't wait so i'm just going to go do it i just want to make sure that you know that yeah you know you're going to be vandalizing right but it's really i mean it's my brick it's not vandalizing it's vandalizing if you're doing it to somebody else's property but i paid for that brick i understand but that's right right. it's in the plaza it's my brick it's got my name on it it's my property i paid for it i'm getting it i'm sorry 
I can't have you do that. Okay, okay. Let me get this straight. Every brick that's there is just there forever, and nothing can ever happen to it. You just got to deal Correct. with it. That, that's, that, that, yes. that's ridiculous. All right. I mean, I can't have. So, so does your marriage license is that permanent? Like, if you got married to someone else, you couldn't change your name. It has to be permanent. So that's different. That's a legal document. Right, right. And this is a legal brick that I legally own, and I'm taking. Yes. Listen, all I'm gonna you, you guys can just grab another brick and throw it in. It's a chance to make some more money, really, because I'm not asking for I, a refund. No, I can't have. I'm sorry, but I can't have you do can that. You, I, I, I got to do it. Can you, ha- you can you explain why it can't change? It's on this property. I can't have you. Do oh, that. so I'm just supposed to walk by it every day, like a stinging reminder of a relationship that didn't work out. I just gotta. I'm, I'm gonna this, get it out of you. There. Can't do that. Oh, really? So if Hitler brought a brick, uh, it'd be Hitler's brick forever. It's constantly there. You couldn't take we Adolf Hitler's brick to, out of there. We will not be able to. Sure. What, look, I got. I'm sorry. Street. I got to do it. I'm no, sorry. No, no, I gotta, no. I can't. Yep, have here we go. That. I got to get this out. Hold no, on. Hold no, on. Stop. Stop. Call the police. Somebody's on the project. They're catching a marine, a brick. Call the police. Look, there we go. Police are on their way. The police are on their way. Really? Really? Well, then. Uh, you have vandalized property. It's not. It's not real. It's a prank call. A what? It's a proxy. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't a heard prosy. of it. It's a prospector prank call I'm doing right now. This isn't real. Oh, my God. Wow. You guys really got it. It's just a sound effect. I don't have a jackhammer. I'm not in the plaza. My God. <laughs> you can't have a brick there forever, though. Come on. Oh, no. Let me get my jackhammer. Hold on. <laughs> What What did you think? I was thinking that this guy was crazy. Well, look, you're a good sport. I don't have a jackhammer. You're okay. Uh, call your buddy Bob and let him know you've been a victim of a prospector prank call. Okay, I will. <laughs> I just don't know how you reconcile this in your head. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Uh, reading the front page of the Times Tribune this morning, uh, the Abington crash victims were taking Uber home. Suspected drunken driver hit their car in Philadelphia. It's irony, it stings, and it's a crushing, horrible tragedy. A suspected drunken driver hits their car. These are three young people who are trying to do the right thing. They realize they're intoxicated. They get into an Uber to stay safe going home, and then some other drunken yam bag plows into them and they lose their lives. I, I don't know how you tell somebody how to deal with that. I don't know these kids, never met these people, don't know their families. But I see that story and my heart aches. Again, they're trying to do the right thing. Sometimes life just has a way of sucker punching you. You can do it all right and it still all goes wrong. Struck from behind from a guy who's swerving lanes. High speed crash from a drunk driver who has zero business being behind the wheel. How does any of that make sense? And I know the easy answer is it just doesn't. But is that really the easy answer? It's just so shocking, so senseless that I'm just having a tough time wrapping my brain around it. I feel bad for the families. I feel bad for the people involved. I feel bad for the family of the Uber driver and him. He survived. He was in the hospital. It's just a terrible tragedy that I don't think I'm ever going to be able to fully reconcile in my brain. You can do everything right, and sometimes life still goes wrong.